0: This is a dude studios production, and hey, I'm the dude. Hey bartender, me a drink. A reason that I'm here, that I'm here is I need time to think. Welcome back to All the Hey Bartender the podcast, world. the sweetest really smelling podcast in the world, at least in my opinion. Uh, I'm your bartender for the evening. You can call me Dude if you're bad with names. Otherwise, you can call me Anthony. I'm cool with that. How's everybody doing tonight? It's uh, Wednesday night. It's the Quick Shot episode. Just going to talk about a few things uh, real quick, and then we'll be on our way. I swear, just one drink and I'm out of here. How many times have we heard that, people? But let's get started here. Let's get going with a drink special. This drink special I pulled off of Instagram from Rock Sound Rum. Uh, like I told you guys before in a previous episode, if you want uh, some good drink recipes with some specific liquor, just go to their website. They'll, they have tons of suggestions on how to make, uh, make something with, your, with their liquor. If you want to use Rock Sound Smoked Rum, this is what they suggest. Okay, I'm going to apologize ahead of time, people. This is a blended drink. So for all you bartenders that might get this order, I don't know how it's going to taste on the rocks, Uh, just in case the blender is quote-unquote broken. But you might want to give this one a little bit of a uh, try, especially if you're in those areas where rum is really popular. What you're going to need for this is your blender, put in a half a cup of ice, two ounces of rock-sound smoked coconut rum, one ounce of cream of coconut, one ounce heavy cream, and six ounces of fresh pineapple juice. You blend the shit out of that thing and you pour it into, say, a fancy glass. But if all you got a pounder is a pounder, use that. But it would probably look good in the presentation if you used a tornado glass. So that's how you make a smoke smocolata. Uh, if you have any questions about Rock Sound Rum, they are available on Instagram. Uh, uh, Roxanne, they're at Rock Sound Rum. Uh, if you try out that drink and you want to let me know what you or your customers thought about it... Just email me, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com, and let me know. I'd love to read your reactions on the show, and I'm sure Rock Sound Rum would probably love to read your rea- reactions to their product. So just keep us all in the loop here, people. So, anyway, tonight's subject that we're going to talk about a little bit is a subject that probably a lot of bartenders, servers, uh, Uh, All and uh, dishwashers. Everybody, it affects everybody in the restaurant industry. Whether you work at McDonald's or you work at uh, some really fancy place that I can't pronounce the name because it resembles something French, and it's loiterers—people that hang out a little bit too long after closing time. You've announced it's last call. You've uh, told them uh, to. You've dropped the check off at their table. And they don't go anywhere. They just sit there, keep talking, nursing their drinks as long as they possibly can. And you want to go home? Oh dear God! Especially uh, some of the places that have uh, video lottery in their place. Now, uh, you people that work in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, in Reno, you you guys got a completely different monster right now because uh, uh, you have got twenty four seven gambling, twenty four seven drinking. So you guys, this probably doesn't apply to you all that much. But uh, all of us other people that work in bars that have an opening and closing time, we have to deal with loiterers. Now, most of the time, we trust the people that are loitering in our bar. They're just there to hang out. They, you know the people. They know they're done drinking. They've paid their tab. They just won't shut up. But we know the people, and we're friends with them. So we allow them to stand around and BS for a little bit, and you know they're not going to make any mess if uh, you decide to start doing all of your work, your closing duties, uh, and just let them kind of just stand around and hang out because some people just don't have anywhere else to go or they're about to go home to their apartment by themselves and they're just a little bit lonely. I used to do that all the time. Uh, Some people... Uh, were actually even generous enough to help me put up chairs or wipe down tables Or even help me hunt down some of the hidden glassware that happened to be around the bar You know, Because there are always those nooks and crannies where a glass gets put And you can't find it and you get yelled at by your manager the next morning Because you forgot to pick up one fucking glass but Yeah, Big deal But uh, well, some of the time I would just let the people hang out Because usually the people were pretty cool but there were other times where it's just okay, there are too many people in here they're causing too much trouble. I can't clean that table, and I've got to pull their drinks by a certain time at night in the cases of most of the bars in Oregon where I worked, there cannot be any alcohol on the floor by two thirty p uh two thirty a m that's why in a lot of bars in Oregon, they give themselves About ten extra minutes on most of the clocks to kind of trick, yes, trick the customers into thinking, oh, it's two thirty. Okay, I better give this over to you, or I better down this really quick before I hand you the drink. And uh, it there, uh, but there weren't problems that were that came along. Let's start uh, with uh, something a little bit simple that I ran into. There was this guy. He didn't drink. All he would do was come in and sit down and watch the television. He'd pick one of the televisions that were on the wall. There were four in the pool area, plus uh, the two behind the bar. Three. Three behind the bar. And he would just plop himself at a table and sit and watch TV for a little while. Didn't matter what was on TV. Nothing. And uh, he caused no trouble. He just sat there quietly, watched TV. But I didn't know this guy from Jobin. Uh, uh, I was sitting, there were a couple times where he just sat there, sat there, and sat there, and eventually uh, I had to walk over to him and uh, say, because uh, I let him sit there while I was doing my side work and just leave the TV on, because at first I didn't want to be rude and just shut the TV off right in the middle of the, uh, the program he was watching. And uh, But after a while I was just... Uh, Like, okay, this guy, uh, I know he's not causing any trouble, but I really want to go home. Uh, There was uh, a couple days later, I had a regular customer uh, for a brief period of time. He liked to come in and visit me and Shannon while we worked. And he worked at the uh, old folks' home nearby. And I pointed out this one guy, and he he said, oh, I know that guy. And I said, yeah, he always comes in and... uh, Sit and watches TV, and he kind of keeps me here a little bit longer. And he goes, "Just shut off the TV." That's what they do at the old folks' home. Just shut it off and say, uh, and tell him have a good night, and he'll be on his way. No muss, no fuss. And I was like, really? That that feels kind of rude. And he goes, "Nah, he's used to it." So I said, "All right, I'll do that." So that night, uh, he I uh, was getting all my stuff. All my uh, my till was put away. I uh, got everything cleaned up. Like I said, I just let him watch TV because he wasn't hurting anybody. And uh, as I was, uh, all of the TVs in the bar ran on one remote control, but the batteries weren't powerful enough to shut off from any kind of distance uh, farther than 10 feet. So I had to walk around the huge bar and turn off every TV one by one. Luckily, this guy, I turned his TV off last. My plan was to turn it off last. And uh, see, just because I wanted to avoid conflict, I didn't want to do anything to upset the guy. And so I turned off this TV, turn off that TV, made my way around the pool area. And then by the time I got my TV, he was putting his, gotten back to his TV. He's putting his jacket on and getting ready to leave. I shut off his TV. He walked out the door his merry way. Really cool guy. I only saw that guy a few times m- more after that. Uh, I don't know what happened to him. Maybe I upset him because I kept shutting off the TV, uh, or something happened to him. Otherwise, I wish him well. But sometimes on Saturdays, it became it's Fridays or Saturdays, the big party night. It became a little bit difficult to get some people out of there because who wants to ruin their good time? Uh, at there were a lot of the nights it was easy to get them out of there because. Uh, There was still one more bar open, and so they had to get over there to get one more drink in before they all went home. But every once in a while, some of the people would be loitering a little bit. On Fridays and Saturdays, our bouncers would uh, help us out quite a bit of the time cleaning up the floor. They would pick up all the stray glassware. They'd wipe down the tables, wipe down the poker machines, put the chairs up. But every once in a while, you get that one group where at, that, at the bar that I worked at, we had to pull all the drinks by 1.30. No alcohol on the floor by 1.30 because we closed at 1. And you're allowed to have alcohol on the floor up to a half hour after closing time. So 1.30 came along, and the, my bouncer walked over to this one table and said, drink him up quick because I'm going to pull him. And one guy refused. He's just like, I'll finish it when I'm damn good and ready to finish it. And he says, well, I'm sorry, i got to pull it. And, he goes, and he, the guy wanted to start a fight. Let's be honest here. And it, the fight eventually ended with him taking his beer that had, the, had about half in it and uh, slamming it down his gullet. Some of it went down his shirt. And then slamming the glass down as hard as you can and going, there, now I'm finished. And then he just took the glass and uh, went, uh, the bouncer went about his way. Our bouncers were cool, uh, cool like that to help us clean up the place. Lord knows our waitress wasn't any good at it, but I don't want to talk about that. But uh, every once in a while, the there would be a crowd of people that you just couldn't get to leave because they wanted to finish their drinks, and if you tried to pull their drink before they're ready to get their drink pulled, it, it was sometimes it they almost wanted to fight you for it. It's just like, come on, we gave you plenty of warning. We call we said last call. We told you we're closing. You got 10 minutes to finish that drink and then you got to get out of here. But, uh, some of the people just didn't get the hint. So there, therein lies where I started trying to figure out tricks to get people to realize, Oh, the bar's closed. So, uh, the first thing that I would do is, uh, yell last call and that would that usually happen about 15 minutes before we close. No big deal. Everybody heard me. A lot of the people would walk up to the bar, get one more quick drink before closing time, and then try to finish their pool game. Another, uh, the next trick, if that didn't work, 1 o'clock, uh, the volume for the jukebox went off. No matter what song it was on, it was Probably on Freebird. <clears throat> I used to love that song until I had, I started bartending. Um, and I turn off the volume on the music and everybody knows when there's no music in a bar, it feels weird. You notice it right away. And so that's oh, okay, maybe it's time, uh, time we started to clo- uh, you know finish up, they're gonna close here. Next step was usually uh, shortly right after that. I'd stand up on a bar stool. This only happened a few times. And I'd stand up on the bar stool and say, thank you for showing up. Uh, Remind you that you guys uh, will be open again tomorrow, 10 o'clock till 1 o'clock. We'll be having karaoke in uh, the dining area at 9 o'clock. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness. Don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. You know, that's... Why I use it at the end of my podcast all the time And that would give People a good hint okay I want I want You out of here and uh, But sometimes That wouldn't work either The one thing that would Usually work in multiple bars that I Worked at that had customers Sherwood Peddler doesn't count because I didn't have Any customers there um, Was to turn the lights Up because you know Everybody goes into vampirism right after That you turn up the lights <laughs> And then you know, they scatter like cockroaches. And it that that usually did it. Uh most of the time. You turn up the lights, then their eyes have to adjust the thing, and oh, okay, now now it's time to leave. And uh that that in itself, that was always the big one. But every once in a while, uh we would like uh there was a uh pizza company that closed late at night and their drivers would come in really close to closing time. Uh, you know, they, we even offered them, they were really nice guys, excellent tippers. And we even offered them, if you guys find out that you're not going to be able to get here before one o'clock, uh, and, and uh, and you want to have a drink that night, as long as you're here before one thirty. 30, uh, it, as long as you put in your order before one o'clock and you drink it before one thirty, give us a call and we'll hold those drinks for you. And they were always really cool about that. We, uh, you know, they'd ask for like two beers a piece, and you know they'd uh, come in, tip the shit out of us because they're all. They also work in the service industry. They know about tipping, and we'd let them hang out and enjoy their drinks uh, up until well, we had to pull them, in, which they were always very good about. Uh, uh, finishing their drinks before we uh, had to close for good and but there was one problem one night Uh, there was a guy that was a bouncer for our bar and he uh, decided to bounce at another bar in town Now he he was one of those uh, pretty boys that you know spent probably a lot of time at the gym spent more time on his hair than most guys do and uh, he decided that he was going to uh, uh, he was going to get those guys out of there right then and there at 1 o'clock guys, you, uh, you got to finish your beers get out of here and I, I quickly went over there and went, whoa, 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 what are you doing? and he goes, these guys need to get out of here and I said, dude, you don't work here and he, I said, you bounce over at the other place, you don't bounce here and he goes, I'm a bouncer wherever I go and I said, no, 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 do not do that. You know, these guys, we give them permission, and they've got another twenty minutes. Let them enjoy their drinks. And he wouldn't let it go. And eventually, I had it. Uh, I Shannon had a talk with him because he listened to Shannon more than more than me. Uh, and uh, we apologized up and down to the pizza guys, you know, saying so sorry. He doesn't always uh, do that. He must had a, something stuck up his ass that night and they are like, ah, it's cool you know, we, uh, and we just said, same rules apply, anytime you want to come in here, just call in your order, we'll hook you up, and they were always really cool about that but it pissed me off that this guy who wasn't even a bouncer, he didn't even work for uh, my bar he did it one time, well I, I think he also took authority because he was also the, uh uh, head of the pool league at that uh, that the pool team for our bar, so he thought he had uh, big nuts and could order people around. And no, no, fuck that. Uh, if you have people in your bar that sit back and think that they can start bossing people around because they're regulars or they're the leader of the pool league, you know, kick their ass. Uh, you know, it, however you see fit. I'm not saying you can do it metaphorically if you feel like it, but. Uh, it's not their job to run your bar. It's your job. And, boy, did that piss me off that night, because they were good customers. They tipped incredibly well. And he almost scared them off. And uh, those were the type of guys that we would be completely cool with. We're going to do our side work. You guys just chill out, finish uh, finish your drinks. We'll let you know when you need to go. And... You know, it it was that simple, really. But something that uh, happened along those lines... You know how much I've told you guys on a number of occasions... I hate it when the manager or the owner... Either decides to stick around and uh, drink... Or come in and drink late at night. It uh, causes a whole bunch of trouble. Now, it's not a problem... uh, It's not an authority problem. I have no problem with authority. But when they have had a couple drinks and then start trying to boss you around then I start to have a problem now she'll never admit to this but the owner of the bar that uh Shannon and I worked at she would come in every once in a while and start changing things around like we advertised constantly on Friday nights uh or uh, yeah Friday nights that we were gonna have karaoke you know it's uh, Friday night karaoke, Friday night karaoke, and we had to tell everybody. But then all of a sudden, one night, she comes in with three of her friends, two guys, uh, her 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 girlfriend and two guys that she probably just met that night, biggest douchebags I ever saw in my life, and, uh, and walks up to our karaoke DJ and tells her, play this music. And she starts playing house music. Now, playing house music in a small town bar where really people only enjoyed 80s and 90s music. And not to mention, there were people that were there to sing karaoke and all of a sudden change it over to house music. That killed my business hard that night. All of a sudden, people didn't want to be there anymore. They all packed up, they closed out their tabs, and they left. She cleaned out the bar because of that, and... Uh, all of a sudden the next day we're getting, uh, getting Complaints uh, Or getting notes from her Father saying that Karaoke's not doing any business uh, Or You know there were complaints about what Happened last night and we're like We're try- we wanted to Tell him because uh, He was really notorious for leaving Notes he was very un- Non-confrontational And we wanted to Tell him it wasn't us. It wasn't the karaoke that killed the business last night. It was your daughter because she came in and played house music and well he didn't, well house music wasn't really a thing but it was uh, But by today's standards it's house music and it, that scared away most of our uh, customers because our customers wanted to listen to 80s and 90s pop or rock and roll or, uh, or sing themselves and that's why they were there. Once that was all taken away, there's no reason to be there anymore. And she, I assumed that she was, uh, the owner's daughter was sitting there thinking, well, if we play this music, then everybody has to come out and dance. Nobody came out and dance. It was just her and her three friends. It had to be embarrassing. If it wasn't, uh, she has no soul. Anyway, uh, I'm, that's, that was really rude, but I'm gonna leave it in the show just because I think it's funny. But that same night, uh, she, uh, no, it was a different night. There was a different night where she came in with her girlfriend and two guys who weren't as big a douchebags as the guys before. Uh, I considered the, I considered the guys, the first guys, uh, douchebags because they were wearing Adidas gear, uh, and, uh, uh, Kango hats and pop locking. Now this is, uh, Year two thousand, and they were pop locking on on the dance floor in my bar. No, fuck no. I uh, I even wanted to check their ID, but there was another night where she came in, and we were questioning her being there for the, uh, anyway because she came in with her friends. Her and her friends didn't order any drinks, but she happened to have a Snapple bottle on her. And one of uh, my waitress walked around and saw a an, uh, Snapple bottle sitting on the table and in Oregon. You can't have outside food and drink inside your restaurant. And so she was like, oh, I better go pick that up and throw it in the garbage. But the owner was uh, grabbed the bottle away from her and said, no, I'll take care of that. So she brought alcohol. I'm just going to sit back and tell you people uh, that she, uh, she brought her own mixed drink into her own bar where all she had to do was just turn to one of us and say, comp that. But she brought alcohol into her own bar. And eventually she decided to sing a little bit of karaoke. Okay, that wasn't too bad. And because she was a big Dixie Chicks uh, fan at the time. This is before the Dixie Chicks got uh, all mouthy and uh, their career went kaput. But uh, she was singing some Dixie Chicks. Didn't sound too bad. But once closing time happened, one o'clock straight up, she ran, ran around, turned the lights on full, and got onto the microphone at the karaoke booth and said, "We are closed. Get out now." And that made me, my bouncers, Shannon, and the waitress. We all cringed, going, "No, no, God, no! Don't do that." And th- these people will leave. We just uh they'll be out of here before one thirty and she 's sitting there screaming, "Get out of the bar now and we're like, oh god uh i don't really th- well well, yeah, we lost some customers that night for good because uh they thought that was incredibly rude for you know somebody to just all you know somebody they didn't know because uh none of the owners or uh managers were there past five o'clock. It was actually weird to see them past five o'clock when I got there for work. And, uh, but she, yeah, she turned everything off, got on the microphone and started screaming at everybody to leave. And God, that was embarrassing. That's why I hate it when owners or managers come in because they start throwing their weight around. And, uh, really the bartenders and servers, we have it all under control because we've been doing it for, uh, for, However long, I mean, n- not basing it on our whole career, but like Shannon and I, we'd been working together for probably six, eight months. By that point, we had control of our customers, and uh, it uh, it was just embarrassing. But you know, eventually she got everybody to leave. But she, before she left, she started yelling at us, going, "Why did it take so long to get everybody out of here?" And we're like, "What are you talking about? It was gonna, it took a half hour for them to get." Out of here, and we were closed in a half hour. It, it's no big deal. There was nothing wrong with it, and she acted like we were going to get an earful the next morning. But she probably woke up with a hangover that uh, that morning, and she forgot about it after the weekend. So no harm, no foul. The last thing I'm going to tell you about to get a customer out of uh, out of the bar after closing: uh, the, uh, the lottery machines in my bar video poker, and slot machines. Those things are programmed to shut off at 2.30. And sometimes when you have a bar that closes at 1 o'clock, uh, it's tough to get them out of there because, you know, obsessive-compulsive disorder, they're trying to win their money back, uh, you know, all, all of the typical gambler gambler stuff. And uh, sometimes it was really, really tough to get those people off the machines and at first you sit back and just sit, think, great, I'm gonna be here until 2.30 when the machine shut off and I might as well get comfortable and watch something on TV. But I found out through the grapevine from another bartender whose bar closed at 11. Uh, he told me a simple trick when it came to those video lottery machines. Uh, I'm sure you can't do this in Vegas cause you'd knock out uh, the whole strip. But when it comes to mom and pop uh, bars, that uh, that no, like the ones I worked uh, worked at in Oregon that had video lottery, uh, on the lottery machine uh, on the lottery machine where you scan your ticket, there uh, is a fiber optic uh, cable, and if you pull out one of the fiber optic cables, that cuts off communication to all the uh, all the lottery machines and. That uh, and uh, shuts them down. They think uh, they're no longer communicating with uh, Lottery Central, and so they got to shut down. And it automatically prints out their tickets. They come out. They um, they collect their winnings, if there are any, and they leave. Then right. But you have to remember before you leave to plug that fiber optic cable back in. Uh, otherwise, your manager's going to get mad at you the next morning or because he had to call in uh the lottery technicians to you know, figure out why none of the machines are communicating. On other things like uh, golden tea or uh, whatever, uh, I don't suppose it's that easy to do that. You can't... Well, uh, it would. Uh, you run the risk of getting your ass kicked if you pull the power plug. Um, but... Uh, I don't know if you can just, you know, shut off the Wi-Fi and then all of a sudden it'll stop playing because it's not able to download the new course or the new numbers or wind speeds or whatever. Uh, but that, that's got to be a surefire way to get people out of there uh, when you just absolutely have to go home. Your feet hurt, your, uh, maybe you sp- spilled a beer on yourself and you smell disgusting. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, but if you're cool, with just letting people hang out for a little while, it, that's totally up to you. Yeah. Cause, uh, hell, I remember, uh, there was one night, uh, where I just didn't care. I was, uh, I managed to get all my side work done by two thirty, and, uh, no, uh, no, I no, I got all my side work done earlier than usual. It wasn't 2.30. But there was these guys shooting pool, and they weren't really causing any trouble yet. But I could smell it on the horizon. I thought, they've only got a few balls on the table left. I'll just let them finish their game. Hey, UHF is on Comedy Central, one of my favorite movies. We're to Al If you haven't seen it, go watch it. So I sat there watching uh, UHF, and... Uh, just let these guys finish up and at first it was going cool Uh, but the final thing that I'm going to tell you tonight of how to get customers out of a bar and to avoid fights if you smell one on the horizon give a call to the police non-emergency line and ask for a walkthrough it's that simple and if they have a police officer that's not doing anything at that point in time they'll send somebody out and the police officer will wander in Everybody sees that badge, uh, sees the gun, sees the nightstick, whatever, and all of a sudden everybody's acting right, and all of a sudden everybody decides, yeah, maybe it is time to go home because the police are out, and I don't want to get pulled over tonight. And uh, I I did that a few times just because I uh, I smelled a fight coming when it came to a pool ruling, and you know the rules if there is a uh, Disagreement on a ruling on a pool table. Pick a number between 85 and 87. And all you have to do is just talk to the cop. They don't have to actually walk over to the pool table, stare them down, or anything. Just walk over and start bullshitting with the cop. Uh, maybe offer him a cup of coffee and you know say, Hey, what are you? What are your plans this weekend? Anything interesting happening tonight? You know, that's that's all it takes. Just call the non-emergency number. The cop walks in and people start acting right. And all of a sudden, they don't want to be there anymore. It's that easy. All right, people, so this is Last Call. Last Call for alcohol. Come on up to the bar, get what you need, and be, be, be prepared to drink it pretty quick because we're getting close pretty quick tonight. Uh, special thanks to Rock Sound Rum for letting me steal one of their drinks off their Instagram page, whether they knew it or not. And, uh, Remember to come back on Saturday, on Saturday night at 7 p.m. I will be posting the new episode uh, with where my musical guest will be Rob Hawking and the Do-Good Assassins. Uh, you'll want to uh, come check that part of the show out. But uh, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, uh, remember you can follow me on Facebook, Hey Bartender Podcast, Instagram, Hey Bartender Podcast. You can even follow me on the web page www.haybartenderpodcast.com, where you can catch up on old episodes or even pick up a hey Bartender Podcast T-shirt. Right now, the T-shirts, uh, the official Hay Bartender Podcast T-shirt, is going for fifteen dollars. So go to www.haybartenderpodcast.com and pick one up today. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I'd just like to wish you all lots of love, lots of sex. Lots of happiness. And don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. I, I think I need another drink. What do you mean it's let's go? I just got here. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Chicka-chicka.